and a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again. The Oda Paint Podcast, Friday, November 3rd, 2023. And the Joe Beningo Oda Paint Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Anita Discount Tire, and of course, our good friends at DraftKings. We get ready for week nine in the ever-flying-by National Football League season, the first week in November, as uh, we are pretty much uh, at the midpoint now of the 17-game uh, NFL season. We'll do our picks uh, for week nine. Terry will do her picks as well after she took a little hiatus last week. I am red hot with my picks. Um, two and one last week, 17 and seven for the year. So I really uh, have been doing a good job. We'll get to our picks in a little bit. I want to start with this. First of all, the passing of the great head coach, Bob Knight. Uh, legendary, one of the great college basketball coaches of all time. He was 83 years old. Three national championships at IU, Indiana uh, University, the Hoosiers, uh, the undefeated team in 1976. Still, uh, nobody has done that since. That's the last team to go undefeated all the way back in 76. Quinn Buckner and Kent Benson and Scott May and, and all those guys, Bobby Wilkerson, Tom Abernathy, that team. Uh, undefeated in 1976. No team has done it since. Won the national championship in 1981. Of course, that team was led by Isaiah Thomas. And then he won it again in 1987. Uh, that team led by Steve Alford in that classic game. Remember, Keith Smart hitting the jumper at the buzzer to beat Syracuse in that uh, 1987 national championship game. So three championships for Bob Knight. One of the great coaches of all time. Of course, very controversial, uh, you know, the different things he did, you know, the, he had choked the player at IU. Remember, he threw that chair at the officials across the court in a game against Purdue. He got in a little trouble down in Puerto Rico and all of that. Remember, he also won a gold medal in 1984 uh, as the head coach of the Olympic team. That was the last Olympic team that did not have professional players on it. And it was one of the great teams of all time. Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen on that team uh, all the way back in 1984 in the Olympics in L.A. So Bob Knight, uh, one of the greats. Uh, you know, what else can you say? The little general, as they called him. Remember, he, he coached at Army, uh, Indiana. And then, of course, after he was uh, let go at Indiana, coached Texas Tech uh, to the NCAA tournament like five times in the six years that he was there. So um, the legendary, one of the, like I said, one of the great college basketball uh, uh, coaches of all time, the legendary Bob Knight. Uh, may he rest in peace. All right. We get ready for, and by the way, congratulations to the Texas Rangers for winning the World Series that I absolutely could care less about. <laughs> they won in five. Um, you know, once the Mets season is over, it's over for me. Uh, you know, great. Yeah, I know Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom were on the Rangers. Good for them. I mean, DeGrom's hurt. Scherzer did pitch in the World Series. I don't really care. I got to tell you. And baseball's got a problem. There's too, you're playing 162 games. There's too many playoff teams. That's the bottom line. You know, uh, teams that – you had three teams win 100 games this year. None of them won a round in the playoffs. The Braves, the Dodgers, and the Baltimore Orioles all got eliminated in their first playoff round in the division series. What the hell are you playing 162 games for if you're going to have all these teams – in? if you're going to have a playoff format – that's basically the same as the NBA or the National Hockey League. It's absolutely absurd. Absurd. But this is what baseball wants to be now. They need to do something. They either need to shorten the regular season, 
put it down to even 140 games. I mean, you know, something like that. If you're going to have all these teams in the playoffs, what the hell good is it for you busting your ass to win over 100 games in a 162-game season and then, you know, watch somebody else that won, you know, 20 games less than you did or, you know, 10, 15 games less than you did win the World Series? It's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's ridiculous. It really is. But, you know, that's what they want. It's all about money. Uh, and uh, never the twain shall meet, as they say. So, And you know they're going to probably try to get more playoff teams in there in baseball. Absolutely ridiculous. Baseball's got a problem. And baseball's got a problem because nobody, you know, it's such a regional sport, baseball, that nobody cares, you know. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Met fan. I watch, you know, I'm watching every Met game. But when the Mets are out, who cares? I don't care anymore. I really don't. It's not the NFL where anybody watches anybody. You know, it's not the NFL. It's not even close. So to me, baseball's got a problem, but they really don't give a damn. What else can I say? You know, uh, really just uh, absolutely ridiculous. But nevertheless, congratulations to the Texas Rangers, their first ever world championship. And how about Bruce Bochy now winning his fourth world championship? Remember, he won three with the Giants. Now he's won one with the uh, Rangers, a uh, first ballot surefire Hall of Fame manager, Bruce Bochy. One other thing before I get to the football, how about the Rangers, the New York Rangers, not the Texas Rangers, the New York Rangers. They've won six in a row now. They're eight and two to start the year. This is their best start since the 83-84 season when they started nine and one. They had that unbelievable road trip where they went five and oh out in uh, Seattle and then Western Canada. They won in Seattle. They won in Vancouver. They won in Calgary. They won in Edmonton. They won in Winnipeg. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. First time they ever did anything like that. They came home last night and won a playoff-type game against one of their bitter rivals, the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, They won it 2-1. to Great game for Shesterkin and uh, Will Cooley scoring the game-winning goal in the third period on a great pass from Jacob Truba. Chris Kreider scored another goal. He's got seven. He's on his way to another 50-goal season. Uh, If, uh, you know, he stays healthy and keeps doing what he's doing right now, another power play goal. And the Rangers are off to a tremendous start, 8-2. and two. Uh, They play in Minnesota against the Wild on uh, Saturday night. The only negative, a couple big injuries last night. Filipino went down with their, what they're saying is an upper body injury. And Adam Fox, their you know, Fort Norris Trophy winning defenseman, went down with what they're calling, calling a lower body, body injury. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But right now, hopefully they'll be all right. But... Right now, the Rangers are off to a phenomenal start, 8-2, 16 points over the first 10 games of the ever-eternal National Hockey League season. All right, Week 9 coming up in the NFL. We had a game last night that I didn't see because it was on Amazon. The Steelers came from behind to beat Tennessee 20-16. to Pittsburgh now 5-3 and three on the year. Tennessee dropping to, what are they, 2-5 and five now? I believe the uh, Titans are 2-5. and five. Let me just get my... Uh, I should know off the top of my head, but sometimes you don't always know, you know. The Titans actually are three and five. So let me get it right. Mike Vrabel will be mad at me. I shortchanged them a win. <laughs> Titans are three and five on the year. Pittsburgh now five up and three down again. 20 to 16, the final score last night in Pittsburgh. All right. Very interesting week nine coming up in the NFL season. So big games in the AFC East involving AFC East teams. Obviously, the Jets play Monday night against the San Diego, L.A., whatever you want to call them, Chargers. Jets at four and three, won three games in a row now, come off that 
Unbelievable. Thank you very much, Brian Dable. 13-10 win over the football Giants on Sunday. Uh, they sit at 4-3, and three, and they will play San Diego. I'll, I can't, I'm going to keep calling them San Diego. On Monday night at MetLife Stadium. You know, how about, how about the complete disrespect that our team gets? Do you realize this? I don't know people realize this. The Jets are not well, – this will be their eighth game of the season coming up. They have been underdogs in seven of the eight games. The only game they were favored in was last week against the Giants. They were a three-point favorite. They wound up pushing, winning 13-10. They have been underdogs in every game they've played at home this year. Every one. Against Buffalo, against New England, against Kansas City, and against Philadelphia. And now they're underdogs again against the Chargers. I mean, the disrespect is unbelievable. This team's got one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. They got the best uh, kicking tandem in football in Morstead and Zerline, the kick, the punter and the kicker, great special teams. The offense hasn't been great. I agree. They're having all kinds of trouble on third down. They were 2 for 15 on third down. They've only hit like 27% of their third downs, yet they're winning football games. And to me, the biggest problem that the offense has is the play calling. That's it. You know? How is it that we watch Zach stink it up for 59 minutes, and then with the game on the line, he's zipping passes like Brett Favre, like Aaron Rodgers would be? 30 yards to Garrett Wilson, 30 yards to Alan Lazard, boom, game-tying field goal. Same thing in the overtime. Big third down completion to Garrett Wilson. You know, throw the ball down the field for to Malik Taylor for the huge pass interference on Dory Jackson that eventually led to Zerline's game winner in OT. I mean, really, let the guy throw the ball. Let the kid play. Let him get out of pocket. Can we see some deep passes down the field, please? Can we see that? Nathaniel Hackett? Coach Salah, can you get in there and do something about this? You know, I, I text the coach about this all the time. The play calling stinks. They don't give the ball enough to Brees Hall. You know, 12 carries. I know the Giants did a great job. He only had 17 yards rushing in the game. Of course, did hit the 50-yard touchdown on that check down. We got to see more of that. And we got to see Brees Hall getting the ball more than 12 times a game. Because he could break one at any time. And I understand the offensive line's banged up. I get it. We understand, right? We know. We know the deal. McGovern went down. Schwitzer went down. We understand all of that, okay? And Dwayne Brown is coming back. And uh, also, they made this deal for Roger Saffel, who was a two-time Pro Bowl player, uh, formerly with Buffalo. was a couple other teams as well, right? So we've seen the injuries on this offensive line. Vera Tucker's already done for the year. And it looks like on Monday night, they're going to play the same line they played that finished the Giant game. It'll be Beckton, Tomlinson on the left side, and it'll be the kid Newman again at center, who actually did a pretty damn good job uh, after that initial snap that was a fumble that the, that uh, Zach lost. He actually did a pretty good job after that. Billy Turner will probably play guard, and Max Mitchell will be the right tackle. But eventually, we'll see Joe Tipman back probably playing center. Uh, because that's his natural position. They, they drafted him out of Wisconsin. He was a center. And we'll probably see uh, Dwayne Brown again. And I guess they're going to move Beckton back to the right side, which I think is absurd. You know, why does Dwayne Brown can only play left tackle? Really? And you got to mess this kid around. The kid's starting. Now, he didn't have a good game last week. Kayvon Thibodeau ate him up. I mean, <laughs> you know, let's be honest. I mean, if you watch the game, you know, Dexter Lawrence and Kayvon Thibodeau were in the backfield more than Zach Wilson was in this game last week. But still, they found a way. So we'll see what happens with the offensive line practicing together all week. Get an extra day with the Monday night game and get ready for the charges. And the disrespect for my team is unbelievable. 
And I think the reason that it is that way, as the Chargers are three and four, yeah, they come off a beatdown of the crummy Chicago Bears. I mean, one of the worst teams in the league. Give me a break. But you know why. They, they love Justin Herbert. You know, the NFL, you know, they love him. They think he's this great quarterback. I think he's completely overrated. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you know, it's Zach. It's it's Zach. They have no no respect for Zach at all, and I understand that. But I want to see I want to see some better play calling. How about some deep shots down the field? How about that? How about Zach running? How about designed runs? God forbid, you know. I told the coach about that. Coach says to me, I said, "Why, coach? Why are there no designed runs for Zach?" You know what he tells me? He says because he's a scrambler, not a runner. What, what do you mean? What does that mean? What do you mean he's scrambling, not a runner? You can tell me he can't run a quarterback draw occasionally? We can't have a designed bootleg run for him or something like that? Give me a break. The play calling's got to get a lot better with this team. That's a big part of it. You know, the offense hasn't been great. I understand what they've done on third down. You know, we get it. They've had all kinds of trouble in the red zone. We get it. All right? But it's time now for this play call for, for Nathaniel Hackett and maybe Aaron Rodgers, in my mind, should be involved more in the play calling. He should be the offensive coordinator, not Hackett. Let this kid open the playbook. Let the kid throw the goddamn ball down the field. Will you please? Makes me crazy. Really does. But we'll see. Uh, Thursday, uh, Monday night, Chargers Jets at MetLife Stadium. Now, got a couple big divisional games that affect the Jets this week. Tomorrow, Sunday morning in Germany, because we know we need the National Football League in Germany, we got the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Now, that's a big, you know, I'll tell you. I don't like what Kansas City is right now. I really don't. Kansas City's a point and a half favorite in that game. I don't like where they are. They looked terrible last week. They got whacked by the Broncos in Denver. Denver ended a long losing streak against Kansas City. What was the final score? 24-9. to That's actually one of the picks I had last week. I had Denver getting seven. Um, you know, I don't know if uh, Taylor Swift's going to be in a building or not in Germany. I mean, it seems that, ta- that uh, Kelsey plays his best games when she's around. She was not in Denver last week for that game so I'm a little worried about the Chiefs right now as I said Mahomes was sick going into the Bronco game and look the Dolphins need to establish them you know the Dolphins have beaten up on their six and two and they've beaten up on a lot of bad teams the two best teams they played they lost they got whacked up whacked in Buffalo what was it 48-20 and they lost to the Eagles by two touchdowns in Philadelphia so they got a chance to make a little bit of a statement here uh, big game Sunday morning. You're a Jet fan. You'll be locked in 9.30. The uh, Dolphins and the Chiefs in London. Uh, London. <clears throat> in Germany. Not London. Germany. God knows where the next game. Where's the next game going to be? In Moscow? They're going to play a little couple of football games? Putin will be uh, good with them playing in the NFL in Moscow? Oh, sure. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> so that game will be in Germany on uh, on Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, another big game that affects the Jets. And that's the Bills in Cincinnati to play the red-hot Bengals. Bengals have won three games in a row, whacked the the fading 49ers last week, beat them up, uh, won that game by two touchdowns. Joe Burrow looks like he's back on track again. What's going on with the Niners? They they look like the best team in the league. All of a sudden, now they've lost three straight games. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with all that. They lost that game to Cleveland. They lost to the Browns. They lost to the Vikings. And now they lose uh, last week to Cincinnati. So – Big game in Cincinnati. The Bengals are favored, I believe, two and a half in that game over the uh, the Bills. Buffalo comes off an unimpressive win over Tampa last week. They're sitting at five and three. So some interesting games 
that affect the Jets uh, in uh, this week coming up in uh, week nine in the National Football League. The Giants, Daniel Jones will be back. Uh, they play the Raiders, the Raiders who got rid of Josh McDaniel, the old giant middle linebacker, Antonio Pierce, is now their coach. They got rid of the general manager, too. And Jimmy Garoppolo has been benched for Aiden, Aiden O'Connell, the rookie out of Purdue. He's going to start this week in place of Garoppolo as the Raiders entertain the Giants in Vegas. Uh, should be interesting. Like I said, Daniel Jones will start this week. He's been cleared from the concussion protocol to play this week for the uh, Giants. All right, let's get our uh, sponsors in here, and then we'll do our picks with my wife involved here for week nine. The Hackensack Brewing Company, we'll let you know when the next live live podcast will be. Located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge and 30 seconds off Route 4, and beautiful, as I always say, Billy Joel, a classic line, who needs a house out in Hackensack? Easy for a guy from Long Island to say. Nevertheless, he's not wrong. Tap room's open 4.30 to 10. Uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8. Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Go see Mike Jones. Go see TJ, everybody over there. Herb, Andre, check out my Oda Payne beer as well. We'll let you know uh, when the next live podcast will be. Probably, right now I would say, probably right after Thanksgiving. Uh, I got, I'm doing, uh, for people that don't know, uh, the next two weeks, Monday through Friday, I will be filling in for Nelson Figueroa on uh, WPIX Channel 11, their sports show, from 7 to 7.30 with the great Mark Malusis. So um, I'll be doing that for two weeks. So we got to push it back probably sometime after um, after the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. We'll let you know when that will be. The Hackensack Brewing Company, Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. See my son Johnny. See his great boss, Harry, one of the great mechanics, Rob. They'll take care of you. You need any kind of work on your car. You need the tires, whatever you need. You need your car inspected. Go see the guys, my son Johnny and all, at Anita Discount Tire. Again, Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood (coughs) Avenue. Tell them I sent you. And, of course, DraftKings. Check them out. Week 9 in the NFL now. You want to bet on anything? You got the hockey going. You got the basketball going. You got the college football going. All of that. Uh, The only way to go is with DraftKings. Check them out. Use the code O to pain to sign up. New customers can bet five bucks, take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code O to pain for the football games. If you got a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. You can visit www.sot100, uh, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY. Text Hope NY 467 369. In Connecticut, Helps available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. Please pay respond, play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in wonderful Ontario, Canada. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming, resor- responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after they're issued. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Time for the NFL picks week nine in the National Football League. <clears throat> as I cough up a lung, we'll bring Terry in here as well. <laughs> Last week, two and one. I was I'm 17 and seven for the year. I lost with the Colts. My loss last week, I had the Colts plus one against the Saints. Saints wound up beating them 39-28. I went with the Broncos, who beat the Chiefs outright 24 to 9. I was getting seven in Denver. 
And I won with the Lions on Monday night, late in eight, eight and a half against the Raiders. They won it 26-14 by 12. And I kept my knockout uh, situation alive. I had the Lions in that game as well against the Raiders. So I keep rolling in the knockout pool. Two and one last week, 17 and seven for the year. Here we go in week nine. Game number one, I'm taking the Patriots laying three and a half at home in Foxborough against the Commanders. You know, this is the kind of game Belichick wins. I know that, I know that uh, New England's only two and six on the year. They gave Miami a tough game for a while last week, wound up losing by two touchdowns down in Miami. But this is the kind of game they're going to win. The Commanders stink. I mean, uh, what else can you say? They're not any good. They should have beat Philadelphia last week, wound up losing it in the end. They played them a tough game. I think they're going to go into New England and get beat pretty bad here. I really do. And how about the rumors that Belichick, there may be some kind of deal in the works where Belichick leaves New England to go coach Washington next year. How about that? That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Maybe Bill feels he's running his course in New England. So uh, keep an eye on that. Remember, it's very similar to what Lombardi did. Remember, Lombardi left the Packers after they won the second Super Bowl in 67, took 1968 off. And then appeared in 1969 as head coach in Washington with the Redskins. Actually went 7-5-2 and two that year. Then, unfortunately, Lombardi got sick and passed away. But uh, So keep an eye on that. But game number one, give me the Pats laying three and a half at home against the Commanders. Here's the return of Teresa. Here we go. Go get him. Okay. I am picking, actually, this week I'm picking three home favorites. Let's see how that goes for me. I'm taking the Browns. Oh, God. I'm laying eight and a half over the Cardinals. We know they stink. Uh, but Deshaun Watson's not playing. P.J. Walker is quarterback And he's been now. playing for a while for them. So. Yeah. And uh, for the Cardinals, they got their rookie, Clayton Toon. Who? Well, Clay- Kyler Murray, I guess, could play as well. Well, back. we'll see. I don't know. But anyway, that's what I was researching last night. God knows. But, yes, I'm taking the Browns. I'm laying eight and a half. All right. Game one for my game one for my lovely wife. Game two for me. I'm taking the Bengals laying two at home against Buffalo. The Bengals to me look like they found it now, right? We know what they did last. Remember they went into Buffalo last year in the divisional round and beat the Bills badly in the snow in Buffalo. I think Joe Joe Burrow's got it back again after getting off to that one and three start. They won three games in a row. They beat the 49ers in San Francisco last week. I think they finally got their act together now. <laughs> in Cincinnati. Watch out for them. And I just don't like what I've seen from the Bills. I mean, Buffalo's sitting at five and three. Uh, you know, you look at their last three games. They barely got by the Giants at home. Should have lost that game. Wound up winning 14 to nine. They got beat in New England the week after that by the Patriots. And then last week, they were not impressive in a Thursday night home win against the Bucks. So I know that Buffalo's five and three. I just don't like the way they're playing. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, the game is in Cincinnati. I'm taking the Bengals laying two at home against the Bills on a Sunday night football game two. And, uh, okay, baby, give us game two for All you. Right. I'm taking the Saints here again. I'm laying eight and a half over the Bears. We know how crummy they are. <laughs> but uh, hopefully Derek Carr can uh, out quarterback – Tyson Bajant? Yeah, but how does that even... How do you say beaten, that? Beaten, he actually had a very good game. He played Tyler, isn't it Tyler? 
I think it's Tyler. Ty- Whatever his Tyson. name is. It might but be Tyson. Anyway. He had a big game when they beat the Raiders a couple weeks ago. And uh, he played great in Chicago. And then uh, last week, not so great. Yeah, <laughs> so. Know? But we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, the, the Bears really aren't very good. No. Set, so they're so, two and you know, six. Like I and said. And still waiting for Justin Fields to come back. So I'm taking another home favorite. Give me the Saints laying eight and a half over the crummy Bears. Bears lost to the Chargers last week on Monday Night Football, 30-13. to 13. So, uh, there you go. All right, so that's game two for Terry. Finally, game three. I'm taking the Jets. I'm sorry. Give me them. Give me the Jets plus three, the disrespected Jets. Again, this is the fifth game that they're playing at home. They've been underdogs in every game at home. Seven out of the eight games they've played. They're not respected at all. I think they're going to come out snarling against the overrated Chargers. I really do. And I understand the Chargers. You know, they got some big guys on offense. They got Austin Eckler. They got Keenan Allen. I don't love their defense. I understand Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack can do some damage rushing, rushing the pass or rushing Zach, especially against the uh, this makeshift offensive line right now for the Jets. But let's get Wilson out of the pocket. Let's unleash the beast in Brees Hall. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's do it, man. Let's get the ball and let's start converting some third downs. Let's score in the red zone. And I want to see my defense come up big. You know, they didn't force any turnovers last week against the Giants. Still won the game, probably because the Giants really didn't throw the football. That's one of the reasons. Um, that won't be the case with Justin Herbert this week. He'll be throwing the ball all over the yard. I expect my defense to force some turnovers. I expect pressure from Bryce Huff and Jermaine Johnson and the guys on that defensive line. I know Al Woods was lost for the year as far as the running game. I expect Qu- uh, Quincy Williams and, and C.J. Mosley to complete, continue to play at a, a high level. You know, Sauce and DJ Reed are back. Uh, I'm taking my team getting three. I think they're going to come out firing on all cylinders in this game. The game's at home. Big game. Another big statement game for the Jets uh, to keep this winning streak going. So give me the Jets plus three at home on uh, Monday Night Football against the Chargers. And that is uh, game three for me. My knockout pick, I'm taking the Saints against the Bears in New Orleans. So, that's my knockout pick. So give me the Jets plus three and give me the Saints in the knockout pick. Tear, game three. My game three, I'm picking Fly Eagles Fly. There you go. <laughs> Versus. Best record in football right now, seven and one. And <laughs> yeah. oh, by the way, the one loss was to the Jets. Yeah. Point that out. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. I'm laying three over the Cowboys. I don't know. I mean. Big divisional game. Big, Big divisional game. Big. Dak Prescott against Jalen Hurts. Yep. And, uh, the uh, Eagle fans will be uh, on fire uh, on uh, on Sunday evening. I guess that game's on Fox. That's a late game, 425. You know that the Eagle fans who just detest the Cowboys, <laughs> they will be uh, breathing fire in that game. So there you go. So you're laying the Eagles. You're laying three with I'm the laying Eagles. I'm three with the Eagles. All right. Yep. All right. So my, my first game. Break I'm, it down again. I'm taking the Browns. I'm laying eight and a half over the Cardinals. My second in Cleveland. In Cleveland. I'm taking the Saints. I'm also laying eight and a half versus the Bears. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. And my third game, I'm taking the Eagles versus the Cowboys. I'm laying three. Right. In Philly. In Philly. So there you go. There's Teresa's picks, and we'll see how she does this week. My picks again <laughs> to review. I'm taking the Patriots laying three and a half at home against Washington. Give me the Bengals laying two at home against Buffalo. Give me the Jets getting three at home Monday night against the Chargers. My knockout pick, the Saints, 
over the Chicago Bears in New Orleans. So the Joe Beningo, Teresa Beningo, <laughs> pro football picks for week nine in the uh, National Football League. All right. Uh, very pumped up for this week. We'll see how it all plays out. Again, I want to see my football team uh, really open, take the uh, the reins off of Zach Wilson and let him go out there and throw the freaking football around a little bit. Need to see that this week. I really do. We need to see Brees Hall unleashed again. Got to carry the ball more than 12 times a game. Uh, you know, and I got to see Zach throw the ball down the field. You know, to me, again, the play calling's got to be better. I mean, you say whatever you want. I know he hasn't been great, but they got to they gotta let the kid play. The kid's the quarterback. You got to let him freaking play. That's the bottom line. I understand the situation with the offensive line. I get all that, all right? But, and we need to see the defense really do a number. I need a few takeaways this week by the defense. A couple picks. How about a defensive touchdown this week? That would be good, too, you know? Uh, but, look, this is the way this team has to play right now. They have to they have to win games by the defense playing outstanding and by the special teams and the kicking game, especially uh, being as good as it's been. So, we'll see what happens Monday night. But uh, we get ready for another big weekend in the National Football League. Everybody, enjoy your uh, your weekend. Don't forget, tomorrow morning I'll be on short show, unfortunately, tomorrow. Rutgers plays at noon against Ohio State. Good luck with that. Uh, nevertheless, the game is in Rutgers, <laughs> but still. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll be on until 1130, then Moose Malusis will take over with the Rutgers pregame show. So short show tomorrow, 10 to 1130 on the fan. Uh, check me out. Check out the podcast Monday, and then, like I said, Next week, starting Monday, I will be on uh, Channel 11 WPIX with Mark Malusis from 7 to 7.30. I'll be filling in with, for Nelson Figueroa for two weeks. Monday, we'll actually be doing the game from uh, the Meadowlands racetrack with all the uh, gambling that's going on there. So check it out. Everybody have a great weekend. All the love, everybody. <laughs>